Welcome to the second season of the NIM Podcast. I am your host, I am your coach, and Billingsley. Blessings, blessings, blessings. I want to give a shout out and a thank you to all my listeners, all my supporters, and everyone that keeps tuning in, keeps sharing, and keeps subscribing to the NIM Podcast. It has been my honor, it's been such a pleasure and a privilege to share the good news of God and also just to expose you all to healthy relationships just to let you know that single don't mean sorrow just to let you know that the promises of God is still yes and amen concerning you Woo! I'm excited that just came out it's not in my notes but I am grateful for you truly I am all right let's jump right into this podcast this podcast is entitled none other than toxic relationships and you already know I have a scripture for you this scripture is Proverbs 4 4 and 14 through 16 and it reads do not step foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers avoid it do not travel on it turn from it and go on your way for they cannot rest until they do evil they are robbed of sleep still until they make someone stumble do you hear that for they cannot rest until they do evil they are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble i was just going through uh the timeline of my life and I just noticed how God was um, just always separating me from toxic relationships and toxic people and people that didn't have my best interest at heart but they had their best interest at my hand do you understand so I was just thinking today about a, a relationship that um that I had in the past, uh, in the in relationships, I don't mean a boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife. I mean a relationship, whether it's your family member, I know toxic relationships between mother and daughter, father and daughter, son and mother, son and daughter, but toxic relationships are not healthy for your spirit. So I also seen that it says the Bible talks about toxic relationships. It says good people who do not cause us confusion, stir up conflict or have heart devised of wickedness. God does not say we should harm or try to change or inform the toxic person, but stay away and do not be yoked with them. So I was always thinking because people would always say, okay, God's still working on me. Or they would say things like, uh, we all fall short of the glory of God and God forgave you. So you should forgive them. Yes, that's fine. But guess what y'all a forgiving heart is a posture. It's, it's a posture and then becomes an action because God will allow you to play that thing out in action because love is an action. But guess what? Forgiveness does not mean continue to let toxic people with toxic behavior continue to come into your life and dump their poisonous in your spirit. 
I'm telling you, I've been there. I've been connected to toxic people. I mean, people, toxic people come with the spirit of manipulation. They come with the spirit of almost like a Jezebel spirit uh, to where they try to control and manipulate you and take your honor from you and put the honor onto them or take the glory and the honor from God and put the glory and honor unto them. That's a toxic person. Does that mean they did not accept the Lord as their Lord and Savior? That's not what I'm saying. It could be some that have, but guess what? The Bible tells us to renew our mind, renew our mind. Some people have accepted God and still kept the same carnal mentality. Their flesh hasn't died to the point where they can be resurrected in the spirit realm, in the supernatural. They haven't hit a new dimension in God to where it's like, for God I live and for God I die. Whatever you say, Lord, wherever I need to go, whoever I need to love. They haven't got there yet. And I noticed that a lot of toxic people are caught up on themselves. They talk about themselves a lot. Even when they do something wrong to you, they may come back in the form of a false humility only to talk about themselves to lift themselves up on a pedestal or on something that they don't belong. But guess what? Oh my God. If you just humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, he will honor you and lift you up in his timing. He will. You won't have to have a false uh, narrative about yourself. I was also reading um, last week and we talked and they talked about it was a health article and it talked about people that project things. That's like a mental, um, a battle mentally that some people go through where they project things onto other people. The reason why they fail is because of somebody else. The reason why they don't like you is because it's you. The reason why they keep coming up against you because it's just something about you. But guess what? It's the toxic uh, uh, aroma that flows from them unto you. So, um, and I don't mean aroma in a way of, of anything spiritual. I just mean where they have to say, make up something. You get what I'm saying? To say why they are treating you this way. But guess what, y'all? It is time out for toxic relationships. Because if you continue to be around toxic relationships, it can falter the way you handle other relationships. One thing that toxic people have done to me in the past, it made me not trust people that was not toxic. Do you get what I'm saying? Anytime you're around poisonous people, if you um, allow their spirit to, um, to influence you, you can think everybody is toxic. I mean, one time uh, in my life, when someone came up against me, I mean, my whole family against my whole uh, immediate family, and we were facing some very, very hard times during this season. And this person just continued to be used by the enemy to try to to tell me that I deserve to be treated bad because of something I did five years ago or something I did 10 years ago. But guess what? Enough was enough. I had to finally stand up to myself and say, you know what? 
I believe that I am going through this because God has given me time after time after time after time to release that toxic relationship. He has opened up many doors of escape, but I kept going back because I had an emotional soul tied to this person and God kept giving me doors and ways of escape. And I was actually doing um, single don't mean sorrow sessions, what we hold here in St. Louis. And a lot of women around the St. Louis uh, region will come and we will have a really good time. We would laugh, we would cry, we would pray, we would go over scriptures. I mean, we did gift giveaways. We had a really good time. But guess what, y'all? Sometimes I would have uh, 30 to 40, sometimes 50 to 60 women to come out and I'm standing up there. I'm speaking and encouraging and uplifting with no boast of my own. It was all the grace and the glory of God. However, do you know I was standing up there majority of the times just finishing arguing with the toxic person just being called a female dog just finished being called a little girl saying I don't have anything I was coming from a toxic environment standing before the people but the anointing of God was up on my gift and it was up on my life and it was never to hurt harm or deceive anyone and God blessed us he used everything that the enemy meant for bad. He used it for our good. So I tell you this, it was very hard. I believe that we could have went to a new, another level in God if I would have known every time that opportunity presented itself for me to leave and be in escape. I did not take it. We could have hit a whole nother realm, but I thank God for um, the things that did take place in the meeting. So I just want to give you all just some examples of toxic relationships. A lot of people will ask, how do you know you're in something toxic? Because toxic things are not good for your health. They're not good for your spirit and they're not good for your emotions. They're not good for your mental and if you are if you are connected to anyone that comes up against your health mentally, spiritually, emotionally, even physically, because when you're hitting your emotions, when you're stressed out over something, when you're tired or something, that starts to wear and tear on your mind. It starts to wear and tear on your body. It's all connected together. So I would say to you, that if you are connected to someone that is toxic, please take the instructions from the Holy Spirit. God will never leave you or forsake you. One scripture that I learned uh, when I first was coming over to the Lord was John 14 and 14, where God was just saying, anything ask in my name, I will do it. And then it goes on to say that I will not leave you lonely. I will comfort you. The Holy Spirit will comfort you in the time of distress, in the time of trouble, even when you're connected to toxic people you have to be very careful when people have toxic behaviors when their temperament is one of a negative um, temperament when they're just negative about everything those people to me come off as fake 
and phony. And that is one of the things I've always told God I never want to be. I never want to be the person that can't go to sleep without doing harm. When I see a person at so much peace, I want to call them now and get back in cool so that I can uh, eventually hurt them again. But you know what the Lord uh, revealed to me on yesterday? I've given you a way of escape. Don't go back. Do not go back. Here's another scripture pertaining to people that you're connected to that may be uh, toxic. So we did already read Proverbs 4 and 14 through 16 about uh, where the wicked, they can't go to sleep unless they rob someone of, of their peace, unless they do something to make someone stumble. Guess what? Toxic relationships will make you stumble. There are a lot of things that God told me to do. There were a lot of things that God told me to say that I didn't do and that I didn't say because I just came out of a quarrel with a toxic person. So I had to go to God and ask, how do I keep drawing this toxic person? But guess what? It doesn't always mean that you're negative. It doesn't mean that you're not whole. Sometimes, you know, you're just taking your, they're taking your love for granted. They're taking your, your peace and your sincere um, prayers and, and just your love and the fact that you're standing in the gap for a bloodline. They're taking your gift. They're taking the fact that you were called out by God. They can be taking those things for granted and they don't value it because guess what? Majority of them do not value themselves. Even if they talk about themselves all the time, they do not have any value for themselves. They do not have any value for the future or anyone else in that matter. So, we're going to go ahead and go to 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, and it reads, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers, for what do righteous and the wicked have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? Come on. So earlier I said about some believers are food um, it, because the Bible will tell us even the elect would be food. We'll get to that scripture in, the, in a moment. But sometimes I used to think, well, Lord, we're serving together. We're worshiping together. We're um, we're believing the same God, you know, just using examples here. Or I'll say, but they know a lot of scriptures and they know the Bible. Like, how can they call and dump so much trash on me? It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It's just the fact that you were right there and that person needed a person to be toxic with. Okay, so I was connected before with someone that continued to go into different relationships. That person will go into the relationships and guess what? There were always drama. So they called me to dump the drama on. And you better not say a word about them being wrong or you would be the next one on their uh, takeout list. So that's what I mean by that. It is time for us as a people, as believers, as kingdom people to ask God to deliver us and to heal us of all toxic behavior. Because this will lead you to hurting and crushing people. This would lead you to not understanding the full totality of your call, of your mantle. This can lead you towards depression and oppression and suppression. Lord forbid that you pass away and bust hell wide open from the church pew or bust hell wide open 
from your Bible study in your home because everyone don't go to church. There's a lot of toxic people that believe in God and, you know, they quote scriptures and everything and they don't go to church. So this is not anything personal, you know, uh, that happens in the church. This is just people in general. I believe personally my uh, biggest um, environment of toxic people was at a workplace. So that's, that's, that's what I mean. If it was personal, I would have went there first, but I do let my daughter know about work. I let her know that some people are just going to be people. Some people are hurt. Some people have been bullied and mistreated. And then they will find you a person that is loving and kind uh, with a sincere heart. That's there to cause no one harm. No, you're not perfect, but you serve a perfect God and you're only trying to please him. So those people will envy the fact that you don't have poisonous spirit. They will envy that. I never understood that. They would, uh, people that feels rejected and abandoned, they tend to hate the person that they deem as love the most without knowing that there is a God hallelujah that loves them and adores them when i read about being the apple the pupil of god's eye you know what that did to me when i read about him knowing the numbers of hairs on my head do you know what that did to me i mean for god to form me before the foundation of the earth knew who i was formed and fashioned me in my mother's womb what that did to me I would never envy a person that has so many love ones here on earth when you got the creator of the heaven and the earth that's in love and adores you. But that comes with self-esteem. And that's the next part of this. Uh, a lot of toxic people have low self-esteem. So we'll go ahead and read 2 Corinthians 6. In 14, it says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what righteousness and wicked have in common. What do a uh, fellowship can the light have with darkness? And a lot of times we are trying to be there for toxic people. We're trying to shine our light in the midst of darkness, but no matter how much you shine that light, some people will never grasp what you're really trying to do for them wholeheartedly. Instead, the enemy will use them to grow darker, use them to grow darker and darker and darker until they try to out, out, uh, brighten you like they will try to put your light out and that's where the tug of war begins that's when their toxic behavior begins to play on your mind and play on your head and I tell y'all this is near and dear to my heart today because as of today I am no longer accepting any toxic behavior I'm tired of roller coasters I'm tired of going up and down and up and down and I don't like you you don't like me I'm tired of that we all have been through enough doing this season doing this year we have been through enough and I tell you on today I had to look the enemy in his eyes and say enough is enough I'm tired of it toxic people are used greatly by the enemy I tell you that he doesn't need your permission to try to trespass. He just need you to yield to him. Even when he uh, gets a hold of some people's mind, 
You know, that's where it starts at, the battlefield of the mind. He'll tell you something about that person and you'll believe it. And then you start treating that person that didn't do anything to you as if what the enemy whispered to you is real. But guess what? If the enemy is in your ear more than the Lord, if you can't see with your spiritual eye that that person came to do you no hurt, harm, or any danger, then that's where it's time for you to heal. That's when it's time for you to submit to the will of God and the call upon your life and just take this time out and consecrate and heal. You know, we have people with mommy issues with I grew up with. We have people with daddy issues. We have people that um, that are unstable because they ran to and fro and they will always remove themselves once they throw the rock. You know how that go. They'll hide their hand. We have so many issues um, within ourselves that when it's time to work on them and it's time to have that talk, we can't have it because guess what? We've been talking with the enemy for so long. We've been listening to the enemy for so long. Another thing about toxic people, I noticed that they never like to hold healthy or uh, purposeful or uh, mending reconciliation conversations. They never like to. They always come with this fake humility and just want to call or they want to show up just to laugh with you. That, that's how they make up with you. They don't want to talk about what they did to you. They don't want to talk about how they hurt you. Um, and, and don't tell them you forgive them without them apologizing. They'll be offended by that. So I'm done with toxic people for this year. I love them. I'm going to intercede for them. I'm going to uh, be there if the Lord releases me to. I will give them access to the God on the inside of me when I am strong enough not to be affected by their behavior. But from here on out, I'm going to always tell God that he's first in my life. And what should I do with your child? And that's how I that's how I talked to him the other day. What should I do with your child? Because enough is enough. So um, I'm just a little uneasy anytime that I come in contact with a um, toxic relationship. So here's another scripture, Matthew 24 and 24. It says, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders in so much that if you, if it was possible, they shall deceive even the elect. And that's a question that I ask God. How are so many people saying, Lord, Lord, with their mouths and their hearts are far from them? And if their heart was not far from them, they wouldn't treat God's people the way that they do. Oh, I feel that, y'all. I promise you. If your heart was not far from God, you will love and you will serve God by the way you treat his people right. It's not a competition. It's not a race with each other. But we are here to pave the way for the coming of Christ Jesus. That's how I feel. And I'm just like, God, where do you need me to go? What is my assignment? What do you need me to say? And I just learned this year that the decoys will always show up before the true deliverance. And that was expressed to me because I was set out to speak and to witness to women 
but there will always be put people. The enemy will always put people in your path to try to stand as a decoy. You know what a decoy is? To try to persuade you to go the other way, to make you lose focus, to say, you know, to offend you and have you so offended you can't walk in your call. But enough is enough. I'm telling y'all, I pray that this is helping someone because there are a lot of toxic, there is a lot of people that's in toxic relationships and that can cause you to become toxic yourself. So let's go to um, Proverbs 22 and 24 through 25. Do not make friends with a hot tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered or you will learn their ways and get yourself in a snare. You know, I read this scripture and I said, well, a hot tempered person is one who uh, loses their temper really easily. And then as I continue to read it, it was letting me know that you'll be in a snare, especially if you try to be the one who saves them all the time. Try to be the one who witnessed. That was my downfall. I always had a heart for people. And since I have such a, a heart for psychology, I've always wanted to travel down the timelines of people's life to see where does that pain lie? Where is it where you were so hurt that you couldn't heal from that place, but you grew in number and age, but you didn't grow in maturity? Ha, huh, I feel that. Hallelujah. You can grow a number in age but you won't grow past that traumatic experience. But instead, the trauma grew into toxic relationships for you to you being a toxic person. So that was my downfall. I'll just tell you all what how I used to fall all the time. And then once that person gets me back, I'll fall into a snare and then we were right back on a roller coaster going up and down and up and down and up and down. But I'm off the roller coaster now and I pray that you will be off of the roller coaster too. Or if you know someone that's in a relationship like this, and like I said, it's not does not just mean husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, but that can also be with sister and sister, brother and brother, brother and sister, mother and father, mother and daughter, daughter and son. Toxic relationship is not just uh, a, a boyfriend and girlfriend. A lot of people think you're talking about uh, that or uh, someone, you know, but no, toxic relationships can even be with a friend. You know, I had, I had toxic friends before, you know, that you were only their trash can. They had no true value in you. But instead, they will go out and get themselves into a lot of uh, mischief and then they'll come to dump it on you. Dump the toxic waste on you. And that's why when it's time to grow, it seems as if um, you're not there the way they want you to because, hey, you were only a trash can. What do you mean you're about to grow? What do you mean call you back? What do you mean? Like I had you in a spot, you know, in your house, you know where your trash can is. You can, uh, some people take it, the paper and ball it up and shoot it like a basketball. You know where your trash can is. And that's how people will do you. That only comes to dump toxic things into your life they put you in a box they put you in the corner of their home they'll put you in the corner of their mind and then when it's time to dump or even if they need some encouragement they'll always call you for that reason specifically it's never to be a help and a blessing to you but it's always to take from and dump on so that can be another episode y'all but i promise you 
toxic relationships can be between anyone if we get ourselves in a snare. Another scripture is James 3 and 16 where it says, For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. So where there is envy, there will always be strife and confusion. I'm telling you, because people that have toxic spirits, they always have to stir up some kind of strife, even if they have to make it up. I've had people make up things about me, believe it, and then we're into it. How are we into it when that's your perception of me? It's not really who I am. And if you go before God and repent and humble yourself and allow him to place beautiful, healthy people in your life, you will realize that that person really didn't mean you harm in the first place. But hey, that comes with maturity. So let's go. Proverbs 6 and 16 through 19. Now, this is what got me today, y'all, when I read this. You ready for this? It says, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deceives wicked schemes, feet that are quick to run to evil, a false witness who pours out lies and a person who stirs up conflict in a community. If that's not toxic, I don't know what it is. And God said that these are things that he hates. He hates. You really never hear him talking about hate unless it's pertaining to disobedience or sin. But here are things that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lion tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. We can go on to talk about even how people are shooting innocent people. That's hands that shed innocent blood. God hates it, and that's why his wrath is kindling right now. It is really time, y'all. I really hope you're getting this to repent and return back to our first love. Allow God to shape, make, and mold us and, and just create a, in us a, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. Return back to our first love. It's so many people have went astray. And I even asked one day when I heard two months ago that people, some people have went astray. I said, but they still go to church, but their hearts are far from me. Now they're going out of religion, out of repetition. But God wants our hearts. And that's the reason for this podcast. It's not just to point out toxic people, but it's to offer. It is to offer some help and some, you know, advice and some guidance to where we should go and how we should be healed and also how we should be delivered. Because I had to be delivered from toxic people. I had to be delivered myself from toxic people. And I thank God that he did it because everyone that left me, they lost me because I was a person that would have never intentionally caused them any hurt, harm, or danger. They they left me and lost me and God even touched some of their hearts to block me and the block has blessed my life. I tell you, when toxic people leave you, let them go because it's not personal. They just needed a person to do. And the time that you stand up for yourself and you say enough is enough, oh, you will become the biggest enemy to them. So they'll say. A lot of people perform victim 
off your reaction to their toxic action. I'm telling you, I've seen it so many times, but enough is enough. And also, y'all, let me say this. This is a side note. This is not in my notes. Stop clapping for toxic people. Ooh, and I feel this. Stop clapping for toxic people. People that you know are doing people wrong, stop clapping for them. Quit telling them to go secure a bag when they haven't even secured a healthy relationship. They haven't even secured their soul. They haven't grew since in seven years. They're still the same 11 and 12 year old young girl that feels abandoned and rejected for losing someone or from losing a friend or from moving out of their community and no longer, they're still that person. But we're clapping for them, telling them how cute and how gorgeous and how beautiful and the bag and secure the bag and no, secure your soul, sister. Secure your heart and your soul. Come on, secure a healthy relationship and not just having yes people around you. That's just saying yes, yes, yes. And the reason why you went off, you should have because you're a boss. Come on. It's not worth it because who are you in the eyesight of God? I never want any uh, aroma to come from me and, and stink in the nostrils of God. I really don't. I have to repent daily myself. Some of my thoughts, even yesterday, I was just thinking, oh, that spirit, I can't stand it. And I verbally expressed it without even, you know, going into prayer and casting it on God. So it kind of stuck with me throughout the day and I lost a little focus, but then I got back on track. And that's when I started researching toxic in the Bible. Like, is this even biblical to say that someone is performing in a toxic way? So here's another scripture. It says, Proverbs 13 and 20, walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of food suffers harm. And I said, oh my God, God is saying, walk with those who are wise. Walk with those who are walking in wisdom. No longer do you have to say, okay, well, God forgave me. And then we should forgive seven times, seven times, seven. So no matter how much they hurt us, just keep receiving them back in your heart. Forgive them, but set some boundaries. One thing I love to do is communicate. Communicate with them. Let them know how they made you feel when this happened and that happened. And if they don't respect it, they have the right to go on with their life because these are the boundaries that I have set for myself. This is how I would like to be respected. It will cause you no hurt, harm, or danger, but it may cause you to have to alter your personality, your character. So come on, it's time to grow up because the companion of food suffers harm. And a companion is someone that you're linked with, someone that you are connected to, someone that you are unequally yoked with. When the oxen will go out and they will put the yoke around the oxen's throat, two oxen, they will go to do whatever the master needed them to do. If one oxen was full and fat and lazy and just didn't want to get up, maybe he was too hot, didn't get enough water, didn't get enough nutrition, didn't get enough word of God. Come on, follow me here. Didn't get enough praise and worship and prayer time. And now they're sitting there and you bonded to them and yoked up with them in the spirit and yoked up with them in the in emotions and yoked up with them in the flesh. Now you're trying to go forward and they're not moving and you're unequally yoked. 
neither one of you, even with your super spiritual gift, neither one of you can go forward because that one want to stay there and be stagnant. One wants to be a busybody into everyone's affairs. So I tell you today, do not be unequally yoked. Do not hang around people that suffers, that causes other people harm. And where the Bible says they can't even sleep without causing someone else to stumble. I tell you, I see it. I see it in so many people. I see it. I discern it. Some days I dream it. Where people are setting snares for people, even God's people, even the elect that has been fooled by the enemy. Come on. They're living off a prophecy that was said, but they haven't fulfilled it because they are following in the process. But the process may cause you to have to grow up to see the manifestation of that prophecy come to pass. It might cause you to have to grow up. So that's why a lot of times we haven't um, seen a lot of growth um, in the body or even all over the world because I know one thing for me when it came to conflict and speaking up for myself and, you know, just not allowing people to use me, I, I was a little girl still because I just, you know, wanted to help. I felt like if I didn't help since I felt like since I am uh, very loyal and trustworthy, I felt like, well, I'll help them because I don't want anyone else to do them wrong. Or, you know, some people manipulate like nobody on earth loves them or there for them. And then here you come. They'll build you up on a pedestal like you're the best thing to happen to them. But really, it's your hand that they love. So anyway, that's another podcast. Let's go. 1 Corinthians 15 and 33. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. So the Bible is telling us here today. Do not be misled. Don't don't be fooled by this. If you are hanging around anyone with the toxic spirit, with the toxic temperament that has that displays toxic behavior, that bad company can corrupt your good character. You'll be sometimes even though you're not toxic, sometimes you could love the fact that this person that that has express themselves to be high and mighty and you see the good gift that they have or the people they connected to now you want to be friends with them and you're just so happy someone accepted you because you are not all the way delivered and you know just the fact that you're being received now you're clapping for them mistreating God's people but I tell you, there has never been a weapon that formed against me that prosper. There has never been words that formed that was not condemned. Every word that came up against me, it was times I didn't even know the power that I had to speak against those cursed words and they will fall to the floor and wither and die. And I make sure that's my daily prayer. Because sometimes I dream of people that are in a circle or on a three-way or on a call and they're, you know, just really taking my name to the ground. 
but I tell you I have angels backing me up. You have angels backing you up that is ready to take that name that they push to the ground and take it and, and send it up and, and take it up to the Father on the behalf of Jesus. See, God sees us through the blood and some people will see you through the filters of all of the pain that they've been through. I'm telling you, I feel this. It's really, really touching to my heart that some people will see you through the filters of their pain, but God sees you through the blood. And that's where we want to keep our mind at. I'm going to go ahead and end it, y'all. Remember this. This is the last scripture. It says Proverbs 14 and 7. Stay away from a fool, for you will not find knowledge on their lips. A lot of people that have toxic uh, attributes, they're not talking about anything positive. They don't have uh, goals. They don't have uh, great things to say about other people. They just really use his God name in vain. They name drop him. Because if I name drop God, it might get me in the room. But guess what? Your character is what keeps you there. So it's time to be delivered from toxic relationships. And if you are a person that toxic, go to God. Humble yourselves and ask God to deliver me. Ask him, deliver me, Lord, and he will do it. He'll give you steps. Just obey the spirit. He'll do those things for you. I am now delivered from every toxic relationship that I was connected to. And this last one, it it didn't sit right in my spirit the other day. So now I know that God has given me the release to go on about my business. Because one thing about God, we are all his children. And if it's something that I can't handle, I give his children back to him and say, Lord, you handle this for me because I don't want to be toxic to the world by corrupting my behavior and being unequally yoked with one who don't believe in the vision that you have given me. And that's all I have for you today, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the NIM podcast. I am your host and coach, Ann Billingsley. Don't forget to go on my website, annbillingsley.net. We have podcasts on there. We have books, we have merchandise, and we have a lot more things coming to you. It's all to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Make sure you connect with me on social media, especially Instagram. I share fun pictures at am underscore Facebook, Coach Ann Billingsley. All right, love you all. God bless and keep going.